Do, 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 do. Did that sound royal? Like I, you know, know what I'm doing? Welcome back to the, I think, 41st century. The 41st episode of the Nobody Asked for This podcast. I think we're actually only in the 21st century. So if I wanted to do an episode um, themed after the century that we were in, the time for that was 20 episodes ago. But isn't that a treat? Welcome back to the Nobody Asked for This podcast. I hope that everybody is having just a splendid day. Now I have some news. I don't know, because for whatever reason, the promotion of this event was not um, as big as it was in recent years, in, in years past, in yesteryear. But for whatever reason... Nobody cared to tell me or acknowledge to me that um, spring sprang on on Monday. Spring has started. It started on Monday. I think there is a time to the start of spring. I think it was like 2.40 something, which like that is confusing to me. Like, shouldn't it just be like a day? Like as opposed to like a time, but that's fine. Okay, spring spring has sprang. And for whatever reason, like I'm just not seeing spring um it's just not being promoted as much i don't know if the weather people have like put their budget elsewhere if um there's just you know if funds are low this year for the promotion of the seasons that are just naturally happening anyway or what but i feel like every year you know i I, I'm i'm a real sucker for signing up for like an email program like an email subscription like, I'll really just throw my email into anything, which is a problem because then I get, like, 3,000 emails. I'm not even kidding you. Like, 3,000 unread emails um, about stuff that I do not care about and emails that I'll never read and or open. Now, the reason I don't mind it as much is that usually the reason for putting your email into those things is you're getting some sort of a, um, like, a coupon, a one-time, one-use coupon, and then you think, oh my gosh, like, it's so nice. Like, they're giving me a free chocolate bar. But then you don't realize that, yes, you're getting a free chocolate bar, but in return, they're putting you on an email list that'll run to the end of time. Like, literally to the end of time. I think the rapture will happen, and Old Navy will still be sending me emails. About nothing. About everything and nothing at the same time. I have faith that they have the infrastructure to do that, because I've seen it for years. Um, so you think like, oh my gosh, I'm getting 10% off. Like I win, joke's on them, ha. You know, take that corporate people. Mm-mm. The corporate people are getting us in return. I'm pretty sure they're selling our our data, you know. Because like every once in a while, I've been getting calls from Bermuda. Like where is that? The Bermuda Triangle? Let's do some Googling. Is Bermuda and the Bermuda Triangle the same idea? Bermuda. Is Bermuda a country? Oh, cool. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's like an island. That's awesome. Just off the... It's in the. It's kind of in the middle of the North Atlantic... Not the middle. Towards America in the North Atlantic Ocean. Obviously, I knew that. It's, so it would be never eat... It's in Northwestern Atlantic Ocean. My new thing lately... And I'll get back to, you know, those um, email subscriptions. My new thing lately has been using East and West... 
Because north and south I got. Like north is up, south is down. Easy. Where's Where does Santa live? The North Pole, he lives up. Where do the penguins live? The South Pole, they're, you know, chilling down. But East and West has always have always confused me because for whatever reason, East sounds left to me and West sounds right to me. Unfortunately, that is the, depending on where you're standing, that is not how the map works. It is in counterclockwise, never eat shredded wheat. So right is technically east. Unless, of course, you turn around and you face the other direction. Then I would be correct. So really, it's all about perspective. But back to Old Navy. Those email subscriptions. Um, I would just like to know, what are they doing? Like, what's it to them? Because again, I normally sign up and get like, you know, a 10% discount. And I think that I'm winning. But it's like, nothing in life is free. If, I, if you learn any, anything from this podcast, nothing is free. Everything costs something. And usually when you think you're winning is the exact moment that you're losing. Ooh, that was actually... You know when you say something and you're like, did anyone write that down? I think I'm recording this well. Um, so I would just like to know like what these email people are gaining from me. And I'm sure I could read the terms and conditions. Uh, that information is probably readily available. But it's just like in such legal jargon and corporate jargon and jargon that I don't understand that I, uh, I'm not going to read it. So if I have a lawyer or any some sort of professional that wants to go through those um, things and just let me know like exactly where they're selling my, my data and if it has any relation to the um, calls I've been getting from the Bermuda Triangle, I would really, really appreciate that. Um, but yeah. My point being, it's spring and no one told me. Like, not one, it's spring, email from like a department store that I've subscribed. And I guess just to close out the, the email talk, I, yes, I could unsubscribe. I could. No one's, no one's forcing me to get those emails, especially, you know, I already have the 10% off shirt in my closet, Old Navy. Ha. The problem is, they make it next to impossible to do so. Like, you will click unsubscribe and it'll be like are you sure you want to unsubscribe and then i click yes and then it'll be like take you to a page and it's like you will get an email to confirm your unsubscription and then you have to open that email and it's just like stop no more emails done finito i do not i don't want an email confirming that i'm going to get another email because that sounds like another email in which i didn't ask to receive no more Speaking of canceling things, the worst thing I think anyone has ever done ever, maybe top 15, is whoever idea it was to make some free trials uncancelable online, you're dead to me. Like, you have to call some free trials. I remember I was probably about 10, 11, 12 Obviously, didn't have my own credit card, but I wanted a free trial of, it, it might have been like, it might have been a, some sort of a streaming service. This would have been like, just as those, as those things were kind of starting to, to make their way. You know, it was like right after Netflix kind of became not about DVDs and more about, you know, you're watching it on the internet. And then like people started copying them, of course. So their monopoly started um, slipping from their grasps and now i think they're becoming bankrupt that's another story for another day 
but I used, of course, my, you know, a, a, a parental's um, credit card. And I was the worst at canceling the, one, the, the stuff. Because I realized, you know, just monitoring my own behavior the past couple years, as I like to do, I like to almost do like studies where I am both the researcher and the participant uh, because no one else will do that. And you could actually argue that this podcast is my way of relaying um, my findings to the public, even though, again, a weekly reminder, no one listens to this. I know. You know, you don't have to think, oh, this poor kid, like, thinks someone's, I, no one's listening. I know. Trust me. Oh, I see the numbers. There's no one. I, zero, zero views. And I'm pretty sure the ones that we do get are just me, like, testing it and, like, making sure that it worked. Or, like, I think Spotify sometimes feels bad and it's like, do you know what? We've, I'm sure we commit worse fraud. Like, let's just put, like, a three in place of a zero on the view count or the listener count of this episode titled something about hot cheetos you know what i mean like i think they really do their charity work um i'm sure if you go on their like spotify corporate website there's usually like a, like a tab that it's like giving back to the community or whatever it's probably my um podcast logo like we support local talent by pretending by giving them fake views should i buy instagram followers i was thinking about that the other day because you could really just fake it till you make it i think if you have because you could there is websites where you can go on and you can buy like bs followers how much i'm gonna google it how funny would that be how much does it take but speaking of bermuda i can't imagine subjecting yourself to those those companies you're going to be getting so many fake emails and calls and okay how okay buying you're we're going to do this together so that we're all accomplices buying I'll get back to whatever I was talking about before. I actually can't remember. Buying Instagram followers. Here we go. Let's just see the rate. Yes, you can buy followers on Instagram from a wide range of sites at different price points. Where's the discount? Um, Instagram followers. I would like to buy from the Value Village. Okay, choose your provider. What is this, a cell phone? Pick your plan. Okay, basic. The most basic options are the most obvious fakes. They don't have profile photos or posts on their feed, but they exist for now anyway. Perfect. So we can do that. Oh, so it's like people making fake accounts. Okay. Oh, it's like a timeline. Okay. So we're going to go on getinsta. Easygetinsta.com. Okay. Ooh, do we want to do daily followers? So, like, I think you get a daily rate. Or do we want to do instant? I think instant. We want instant gratification. Okay. $5.99 for 200 followers. That's actually not that bad. Or 60 bucks for 3,000 followers. You know what? I'm going to think about this. This is very reminiscent of the time that I wanted to become an ordained minister via, um, I think it was like the Life Church Online website. They can like, oh, you like just put it in information and then that you're, you can marry people off. Or not marry people off, like it's like arranged marriage. You can just like, if someone wants to get married, if they're consenting to that experience, you can just um, say, you know, you do and I do and bada bing, bada boom. Here's your marriage license. You know, go off in the sunset for five to seven years. 
Um, and then, you know, ugh, that divorce rate hits. Uh, anyway, I didn't end up doing that because I had, didn't have the money going back to the credit card. Oh, that was what I was talking about. Going back to the credit card, I think I was like 15 and like I wasn't about to use a, par- a parental's credit card um, to become an ordained minister because uh, I didn't really see the point at the time. Uh, I wasn't really knowing a lot of like 15 year old friends that were, well, period, not many friends, but to find within that sector of not many friends, friends that wanted to get married, I felt like was not going to be worth the $50 um, fee, which like, I don't know what, it must be like a processing fee. Do they have to like talk to the uh, marriage people? Like, I don't, I don't really know what I'm paying for. I also don't know what um, power is being vested in me from Universal Life Church Online. You know, I don't know if it's a course you have to take. I don't know if it's, uh, you know, what their situation is. Maybe I'll do that in one episode. That could be fun. I could do a, a, a bonus episode. Not a bonus, but like a, a life, not a life, a fun-sized episode of me buying BS Instagram followers and then becoming an ordained minister. And I think I should do it in that order. I think if I, you know, were to become an ordained minister and then my first act as such, would be to fraudulently purchase Instagram followers. I just don't think that that would be good karma or um, indicative of, you know, what would become my new lifestyle of being a marriage or an efficient, an efficient, efficient. But yeah, back to when I had to call Crave, I think it was, to cancel because they decided the people at Crave.com Industries the streaming service, it's like a Netflix, decided that you couldn't cancel your free trial on Crave, that you had to call. And at 15 years old, or however, I mean, 10, 11, 12, however old I was, if you had asked me to list down my biggest fears, write down my biggest fears, I would have said um, having diarrhea in public. I would have said uh, walking, because that really, at that time, especially induced chub rub which I could do a whole episode on Chubb Rupp, and I probably will. I'll probably get to a point where I have really nothing else to give except my commentary on Chubb Rupp. Luckily, we're 41 episodes in, and I'm not at that point yet, but I don't want to write it off the table, so I'm not going to dive too deep into that topic now because I want to have it in my back pocket, or you know, I want to have it in the uh, scarred area in between my thighs in which the chub rub occurred for years. I want to just have that there, you know, ready to pull out later. Excuse me. I'm not getting choked up (coughs) at the thought of chub rub. But yeah, that would have been two of my fears. And then the third was, of course, talking to people on the phone. Now, it was like, for whatever reason, I was terrified of the phone. And honestly, kind of for everybody, not just like for calling customer service people, calling numbers that I didn't know answering numbers that I didn't know, which of course I didn't do. Like I was really, if, if you weren't a safe contact, I was not answering the phone. And that is something that has continued to this day. I don't know what's happening with my throat. One sec. <coughs> I guess I could have edited that out. But regardless, terrible, hated the phone. You could, you could argue like, what did I think was going to happen? Like when you're on the phone with somebody, it's actually the safest you could ever be. Because, like, you're not in front of them. They can't, like, attack you through the phone. You're in full control of when the conversation ends because you can literally just hang up. But for whatever reason, it was, like, my biggest fear. So I saw that the um, 
the free trial for, I think, I think it was like Crave or something. It might've been music. I don't know. I saw that it was coming up and I was like, oh, perfect. I'll just go cancel it. Like, look at me finally remembering that a free trial is coming up because I always forget. As I was saying before, I like to do studies of my own behavior and I've really noticed that I really utilize the reminders app in my phone and without it would probably not remember anything. And at this time in my life, I didn't have a reminders app because I didn't have a phone. Oh no, I probably had a phone. I don't know what my excuse was, but I was always forgetting to cancel free trials. And it was particularly bad because it was not my credit card. But this time I remember it. I was like, perfect, let me go on crave.com and, and we're, we're gonna take care of this. You know, I'm, I'm stepping into whatever year it was, probably like 2014, you know, new year, new me. The horror on my face when I realized that you had to call the, the good people at Crave TV to cancel your subscription. I was, I was shocked. I was disgusted. I was in denial. I was shaking. I was terrified. I, what are other uh, adjectives? Or not adjectives. Just now, uh, no, no, adjec- no, adjectives, yes. I were describing nouns. I was diarrhea stricken. It was not good at all. If I didn't name the last episode diarrhea themed, I would have called this episode diarrhea stricken. Okay, we're going to table that for next time. But I was terrified. But I had to do it because I couldn't, like, at some point it was inevitable. And I think this was, this was like, really a pillar of me learning that, like, sometimes you just have to do stuff. Like, you just have to buckle down and do stuff. So I remember I called, and the account was in my parents' name. So I called the number, shaking, on the toilet, just in case anything came out. And I, um, I called and they're like, please state your name. And I was like, I panicked. Like the first question panicked. It was like a robot. I couldn't even, I couldn't even get past the robot. So I'm pretty sure I hung up and I had to really strategize a game plan because I was not really calling as me because it was like an account under my parents' name. So I was like, do I, do I say my name? Do I say, you know, my mom's name? Like, are they going to arrest me? Because when you're that age, like, I think you think anything can lead to arrest, even though, like, the people at Crave TV are not going to, through the, via phone, via satellite, you know, pull out handcuffs to the speakers of my iPhone 4 and arrest me. But, I mean, how was I supposed to know that? So I think I called back, and I think I totally lied. I hope the statute of limitations on lying to Crave TV people has run out. I have to Google that really quickly. I might have to edit this part out, but I fully lied and said I was my mom, which sounds funny, but if you heard my voice at the time, honestly, not as far of a stretch as if I said I was my dad. No offense to me. Um, But you know, I just have to, I have to own it. I'm standing here before you today in truth as an almost ordained minister from the universal online wedding association.com.org or whatever it's called. They reject, or no, they didn't reject me. I rejected them. So I really wasn't interested in learning the full title of, of what could have been and still may be. So I called and it was, a, it was a very nice woman on the phone who was like, oh yeah, you want to cancel your account? And I was like, yeah, like shaking the whole time, like ready for them to, I don't know, ask my social um, security number. And they're like, okay, cool, done. And I was like, that's it? 
I felt like a, a kid on vaccine day of school, like freaking out, shaking, crying, screaming, throwing up. And then the, you actually get the needle after all this hype. And it's like, you barely felt it. Like nary a prick did you feel from your, you know, the, the nervous system or not the nervous system. What's the system that feels pain? Anyway, I tried to sound smart and ended up sounding really dumb, which is one of my hobbies. But yeah, I don't, I don't know that there's a moral to that story. It's just more so interesting. Speaking of interesting, oh, I'll get to interesting. I am terrified. Speaking of diarrhea-stricken, we are, I think, less than three weeks away from Easter. I think I'll never know because, as I've mentioned before, Easter makes no sense as in it is not a, a continued date. It is a like something to do with the moon. So like last year it was in March. This year it's in April. Who the heck knows when it's going to be next year? They really got to fix that. That is a that is a flaw. That is a character flaw of Easter. But since we just have to exist with it, I'm pretty sure it's three weeks away. And I have not heard one peep from a certain fast food establishment about a certain. Easter themed Cadbury cream egg McFlurry. And if it ends up not coming, I'm going to feel extremely dumb, extremely dumb for praising said company mere weeks ago for their inclusion of the Shamrock Oreo McFlurry. I was on here nary a month ago saying oh they're so like finally they've heard me they've listened to me they've honored me they've supported me uh and they finally have this you know oreo um shamrock mint thing mcflurry that they've had in america forever and like never brought over here which i didn't really understand because we had an oreo mcflurry and they have the syrup for the shamrock shakes to like just put it together but if they're gonna make me look like a fool for praising them and then Two weeks later, they take away, you know, the reason I get up in the morning the other 11 months of the year, knowing that I'm working towards getting to um, Cream Egg McFlurry season. Like, I just don't know that I can come back from this. And I keep Googling it. And now, every, anytime I go on their Twitter, which, P.S., if you ever want to know information, I think this advice is literally only applicable to me. If you ever want to know information about a fast food service, restaurant, whatever, go in the, um, the replies of their Twitter account. Because usually someone has asked that same question. So you just kind of scroll down a little bit and see if anyone else has asked. And people are asking them. The people are demanding the Cream Egg McFlurry, as they should be. You know, if they weren't, I would, I would, I would move. Well, I guess I wouldn't move because it's like Twitter's like kind of global. I would move to a different planet. I'm going to catch me on Venus, you know? But I'm not going to make any rash decisions because people have been asking and they're saying, oh, you know, keep your eyes peeled. My eyes have been peeled for the past month. It is on this, it's the day you're listening to this. It is March 23rd. The day I'm recording this, it is March 22nd. Easter is, I think, April 10th. Where is the Cream Egg McFlurry? I'm going to do one live on the air research. McDonald's. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, the Chicken Big Mac, will I try it? Absolutely. Does it sound good? Sure. But where is 
my cream egg McFlurry. Like, this is just, this is, it's just, it's just awful. Now, okay, if I had to, I could get their soft serve, get a couple cream egg McFlurries, crush them up and blend it. I really couldn't, it would taste the same and honestly, probably better um, because as I'm sure I, did I complain about this last year? No, I probably couldn't have complained about this last year because I didn't have a podcast last year. I just was probably talking to myself about it because I have a rem- I have a memory of complaining about the Cadbury Cream and McFlurry um, to nobody, but I guess it just wasn't recorded into my phone. Um, the sauce on a McFlurry is just brutal. All the toppings go to one side, either the, either the bottom or the top, the north or the south. There is no topping, syrup, anything, east or west, no matter what way you're facing. So it's honestly not the best experience. So I guess if I did it myself, it would be better. Okay, John, that's what I'm going to take away from this episode. I can make be the cream egg McFlurry you wish to see in the world. Be the change. Uh, but again, I'm not understanding. Also, what's with the, um, you know, they have the the chicken Big Mac. Is that something we need to be promoting? Like, you we you've always had a Big Mac, and you've always had the the chicken patties. Like, is it like you've all it's, you've always had it? And then I'm seeing limited time only. Limited time. Are you getting rid of the Big Mac? Are you getting rid of chicken? Also, do you think chickens are pissed at that? They're like, really, you're creating you're creating more demand for people to eat us. If I was a chicken, I'd be pissed. Pissed. Like, leave the cows. You know, in their section, we'll we'll supply the junior chickens. That's fine. And the and the chicken McNuggets. Although honestly, no one is more friendly to chickens than McDonald's because if you've tasted their chicken, especially the nuggets, I don't think. You know, I don't think those chickens had feathers. Let me just say that. I don't think they had uh, beaks. I don't think they said cock-a-doodle-doo. Is a rooster a chicken? I don't know, but there is something fishy going on with the chicken. But you know what there's something not fishy going on about? They're filet fish because I'm pretty sure that fish has never seen the ocean. If you got a filet fish and took it to the beach, it'd say, oh my gosh, where are we? It would have no idea. It would have no idea what the water was. Whatsoever. They, it, that's from a factory. I'm sorry. It's from a factory. They'd smell the salt air at the ocean and be like, oh my gosh, this reminds me of the McDonald's fryers. It would not remind them of the years that they allegedly spent in the ocean as fish. It would not. They never had gills. Finding Nemo would be a new experience for them. I bet you they would love to take, like, I'm going to buy a bunch of filet fish and take them on the Finding Nemo ride at Disneyland where you go underneath in the submarine in the water and I could, I could bring them to their natural habitat, but it was never their habitat to begin with, which is, which is so sad. I'm going to make a cartoon about a filet of fish finally reaching the sea. I think that'll be a Razzie favorite for 2027. But regardless, I think let's just, we're going to keep, we're going to keep our eyes peeled as they've been telling us to do on that one. Um, and then just one more quick thing I want to complain about. I was at the grocery store the other day and saw that Coke has a new flavor out, Coca-Cola. Now, please explain to me the reasoning behind their last few flavors. Of course, they have like 
Diet Coke, Coke Zero, regular Coke, vanilla Coke. I think you can sometimes get like cherry Coke. They have like normal flavors. But the last few, the flavors are called like Move, I think is the, the new one. What the hell does Move taste like? Move makes me think of working out, which makes me think of sweat. So is it sweat? In our Coke and Coke Zero, because they do, they do a Coke Zero version, which is very, you know, kind of them. And I think the last one was like Dream. Or, and then they had another one that was Space. In PS, they all taste the same. They all taste the same. It tastes like Coke with like more sugar. Even if you get the Zero Sugar version, which is very concerning and makes no sense to me. But like, am I supposed to know what spa- Galaxy tastes like? And they don't, it's not like... It's like subtitled that. Like, that's what it's called. It's not like, you know, Coke, dragon fruit, and then in, in, in brackets, bed mass, move. No, it's just Coke move with like a fancy label. Coke space. filet o fish Like, it's just not making any sense to me. No sense to me. And I guess, not, here's the thing, not everything has to make sense to me. I'm very open to the conclusion that, you know, things are allowed to exist that aren't for me. But I just feel like, you know, Coke, I drink Coke more than water, especially like Coke Zero more than water. So like, I should be the demo for that. And I, I, I'm just, I need an explanation as to what move is. I'm going to Google it. Coke move. Honestly, all of these things are not that great. Okay, here we go. Coke move is a tribute to different faces of transformation, mixing a great but familiar Coca-Cola taste with both bold and delicate flavors. But what are the bold and delicate flavors? Like, I don't... Yeah, Dream World was the other one. Like, what? What? And then to not tell us what it is... Like, how does the Food and Drug Administration even approve this? Starlight, that was it. Yes, yeah, Starlight, Dream World, Intergalactic. That sounds like vomit. And then they're limited edition, and then they go away, and then they come back just rebranded as something else. Very reminiscent of when um, Oreo did their mystery flavor, which they said was churro, but was just cinnamon bun. It was they repackaged cinnamon bun as a mystery flavor, marked it up, and put it on the shelves. Either I need to be in marketing, or I am the thing that will take it down. And I think that that is a good place to end. So I want to thank you all for joining me, all none of you. It meant. So much. It would have meant so much. Um, if you were real, I would tell you that you can check out the Nobody Asked for This podcast. Most places where podcasts are found, you can find us on iTunes, um, Spotify, Amazon. You might have to dig on, on all of those platforms because we're definitely not like in the first results, but we'll be there. Uh, we have a, a website, podcastnobodyaskforthis.podbean.com. We, what else do we do? We have an Instagram, we have a Twitter, we have a TikTok. Um, TikTok, we haven't, I kind of, I kind of bowed out of TikTok, I have to say, but if you want to go look at our, you know, the archives, the, the 10 that we might've done, again, I'm saying we, it's just me, um, the 10 that I might've done like almost a year ago, you can feel free to do so. 
Um, and yeah, I will, I will, well, I was going to say, I will see you next week. I'm not, there's no seeing involved in this medium. Um, but, uh, you, you might hear me if you were, you know, a listener, you might hear me next week. Um, but you know, I'm open to anything. So thank you so much. I hope next time I'm coming to you live with a um, Cadbury Cream Egg McFlurry, even though I do usually record these in the morning, that'd be a little bit concerning, but I will make an exception. Have a great week. Have a great spring. If I was the first person to tell you happy spring, what an honor. Um, and yeah, bye.